You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Cam will be joining us shortly, Heels, but just repeating that news, they've already they've made an early decision, early as in, well, today's Wednesday, the meeting was Saturday, but they were saying 8.30 they were going to make an announcement, but uh, Racing Queensland has already announced that Saturday's meeting will be, the 10, Doomba 10,000 meeting will be moved from Durban to Eagle Farm. So, yeah. I mean, that was the right call. Definitely, because yeah. it is going to rain a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, um, you know, these are the types of questions that get asked when a football team is struggling. You know, the Titans are the one in the gun at the moment. The role of Mal um, as high performance and senior advisor, does it come under scrutiny now at the Titans? Well, you've got to get your facts right. Um, the, I'm not sure he's high performance. He's more culture and assisting recruitment and he has those not, sorts he of He doesn't things. have anything to do with training. No, so, so the there'll team. be a high-performance director somewhere, uh, as well as Mel and, and his piece. But it, to me, they've got the players, so that, that job's done. They, they've got a side, although it's lacking experience in its spine, and their biggest fear has been realised, that uh, hooker, halfback, 5'8", fullback uh, might not work until for a year or two. And then they've got a try to achieve with that spine so that in two years' time they can keep all their young uh, bullocking Fords together on an upward curve. You know, what happens is they start to run out of uh, belief in the team and their manager starts talking the wrong language. Uh, so there are a lot of things coming got to come together, but I, I, think I, one don't, of the biggest, I don't think you'd criticise recruitment at the Titans. I think one of the biggest issues the Titans have is their lack of discipline at critical times in the game, not only lack mm. of discipline, but also lack of football nous and awareness. They give away too many, and the teams down the bottom of the table do it as well, too many penalties, easy penalties to get out of um, you know, the danger times. end. Yeah, like they, you know, they might have conceded a try or they might be on the attack and bang, turn the ball over and then concede a penalty and the opposition's back inside They're their home. They're playing so, young. Yeah, anyway. Cam Smith is joining us on this Wednesday morning as he does each and every Wednesday morning. No breakfast for him this week. He's back in the studio. Morning, Cam. No, he's not there. That's right. He was at the Queensland Cricketers Club last week, wasn't he? Looking after our sponsors Mm. and our (laughs) advertisers, et cetera. Always always a good breakfast. He would have done a good job. Always a good breakfast at the Queensland Cricketers Club. Yeah, they do food well. I was was there over the weekend. Now he's with us. Morning, Cam. How are you? No? no, he's not there, Brixie. <laughs> We're not having the best of mornings after. No. He's probably having breakfast again. Um, so, you know, one of the things we'll talk about is Pappenhausen, you know, and the difference between a PCL and an ACL, right? Post- posterior cruciate yeah, I wonder anterior why cruciate. I wonder why the anterior one, which is which means front, the front of the knee joint, 
is so so much more damaging there, than a PCL, the posterior cruciate ligament. And uh, but Pappenhausen, you know, at least got the lucky one. Morning, Cam. How are you? Hello, boys. You got me. Good day, yes, Cam. Have. How are you? you enjoyed your breakfast. <laughs> How are you you enjoyed going? breakfast too much last week, didn't you? <laughs> it was a great brekkie, actually, at the yeah. Cricketers Club. Now yeah, I'm going to. Uh, yeah. I, I look for heels as uh, name and team. Is it team of the century? Yes. Yeah. It's a big photo, there, mate. mate. Did well you, done. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Choppy used to tell the team how many runs I made in my career, <laughs> eighty-five thousand or something. <laughs> and you blokes would knock me over every day. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Actually. Now, Cam, I'll, I'll ask you the same question that I asked uh, Luke Hodge, who joins us with you in the Hour of Power every week yep. here on Breakfast with yep. Patton Hills. An announcement's just come from the United States, um, and. Tom Brady has signed a deal with Fox yes. Sports to call the footy for the next 10 years. He followed you into the media, mate. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon he's on? You know? Oh, my goodness. 540 mil over 10 years, $54 million a year, over a million dollars a week. Be like what that, you're on that, at nine, isn't it? Well, that almost rivals uh, Heels' package at the end. Can you imagine playing? That's just. Out, that, oh. That's just crazy. Fifty million a year. Fifty-four. Don't 54 forget the extra four. Sorry, well, yeah, when you're making fifty, what's <laughs> another four really? Fifty-four so, million. Yep. Oh wow, good on him. Yeah, hopefully they, the season only goes. They three have months. assessed. They have assessed his ability as an uh, analyst yeah. uh, coming from the quarterback. Hopefully, <laughs> otherwise they've, they've got nine years. I to, think that means he's going to retire. Officially, at the end nine of years to struggle. I'm, I might go renegotiate with uh, Channel Nine now. Yeah, better. Yeah, those better. figures have come out and give some back. You mean? Now he's still he's still he's still not making as much as his wife though. No, no that's what Hodgie <laughs> said. Exactly. That's, crazy. that's what Hodgie said. Now Cam, the Melbourne Storm, they you know forty two points to six, most points mm. in the first nine rounds of a competition. Blah blah mm. blah. But. What a price to pay with uh, no Pappenhausen, no Remus Smith for between six and 12 weeks for the pair of them. Uh, particularly yeah. damaging heading into Origin for, for Ryan, but also this mm. big game on Saturday night against the Panthers. Yeah, it's huge. It's um, Unfortunately, it's put a bit of a, a sound note on the on this blockbuster game that everyone was looking forward to. It's you know built up to be the, the, the match of the year um, thus far, but um, the... the they have a knack, don't they, in the Melbourne Storm, and particularly Craig Bellamy, of just of taking the next man up approach and and not really worrying about who's not available. It's about who is available that weekend, and and he's named Nick Meany at fullback um, this weekend to take on the Panthers, and he's been in outstanding form. So I think as much as they would would have loved Ryan Pappenhausen to be there this weekend for this uh, clash against Penrith, yeah, he's the form player of the competition. I think he's currently leading the Dally M's. Um, they'll they'll go in there still extremely confident that they can they they can play well um, and get a win against Penrith. Who, you know, they they have been a little bit patchy. I must say, Penrith. Like they just snuck home against the Titans last week. Uh, Parramatta really really took it to them and unsettled them in in uh, certain aspects of the game, and and they snuck away with a, a close victory. So, um. Yeah, you know, I think yeah you know, the fans, particularly this weekend being Magic Round, I think they would have loved to have seen one of the best players in the competition in in Ryan Pappenhausen playing for the Storm. But although he's not there, and Remus Smith, as you said, he's not there as well, they'll still go up to Brisbane and and be extremely confident about playing well and getting a win. One of the Panthers 
um, you know, requirements to beat the storm would have been to stifle their attack. Uh, mm. What else? What else have you got to do if you're going to beat the storm? Oh, I just think being able to control momentum of the play, the ball heals. The, the, when I'm watching Melbourne at the moment, the thing that they're doing so much better than everyone else is the speed in which they're playing the game. Yeah. Like when they've got the football, we all know about the defensive pressure that they apply to to teams um, when they've got the ball. But as, as soon as they transition into attack, they are just full out speed. Mm. And 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 I'm not just talking about the the outside backs here, Hills. Like I'm I'm talking about the forward. You watch the the pace in which the forwards get the ball, get across the the advantage line, and and as soon as they make contact um, with defenders, they are they find the ground and they get up and play the ball, and which which then promotes Harry Grant into the game. He gets out of dummy half. He's out there scheming. He's showing the football, and that brings Munster. And Jerome Hughes and and obviously Ryan Pappenhausen into the match. And when you see the Storm, particularly their second halves, where they just absolutely steamroll teams, it's just they opposition defences, they're on the back foot the entire time. And, you know, the last two games against, you know, the Warriors and the Dragons, both of those teams, they were in they were in the match up until half time. And then, yeah, you know, the Storm, they just they're just far superior with their fitness and their and their um and their speed in which yeah. they play the game, and they just they just overrun teams. They, they just cannot. It's like it's like the floodgates open in the second half. Yeah. So so the key to to play against that would it be to keep the attacker on his feet? Don't let him find the ground. Well, possibly, and and that 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 is a that's a tactic. I think some of the the good defensive sides employ is that there's there's a rule where the referees allow you a, a little extra time with a standing ball carrier. Yeah. So when the when the tackle's completed and and you haven't actually taken the ball runner to the ground, they actually allow you a, a, maybe a second longer standing. Um, but then but then also then that that makes it a little bit harder for defenders to get back in the line um, at times. So it's a it's a difficult one. If I'm Penrith or if I'm anyone playing Melbourne, what I'm doing is I'm trying to make force them to start their sets as close to their own trial line as possible. And now I know that's extremely hard because of how good a defensive side they are, so it's really hard to get down the field in the first place. But if you can just find a couple of little inroads each set where you gain a little bit of momentum and you make some good yards and you you really need to have a, a smart kicking game, which, you know, Penrith do. They've got one of the best general play kickers in the game in um, Nathan Cleary. Yep. If you can pin the Melbourne Storm close to their try line for as long as possible in the game, it'll go a long way to winning because we know that they will attack you from anywhere, Melbourne. They'll be 20 metres, 25 metres off their own try line, and they're happy to shift, particularly to their left-hand edge with you know Munster and Kenny Bromwich and Justin Olam over there. They will attack you from anywhere. So I think that's the key is to, you know, you need to have a strong kicking game. You need to have, you know, some physicality about you with your defence to try and minimise the metres they make and just keep them as far away as possible from your try line for as long as the match you can. Is Cronulla the real deal this year, Cam? They've had a great start to the year. Nico Hines has been terrific. They've all been terrific. That win over the Warriors on the weekend with 11 men for a time and 12 men for another time uh, was outstanding. Um, They are the real deal, aren't they? Yeah, well, I think so, Mark. I think you know when they when they play their very best, and I know this is quite a general sort of comment, but when they're at their best, they can compete with you know the Melbournes and and the Penriths of of the competition. 
um, you know, I, I called their game up here in Brisbane a couple of weeks ago, and they were a little bit dusty. They were off. Yep. And I don't know whether it was something to do with, you know, they – they all had the flu, in. Craig Fitzgibbon said. Was they it? were hit, yeah, well, hard there you hit go. by flu, yeah. Because you picked well, you it get, early. You picked oh, it early in that call, didn't you? Oh, I did, Heels. I don't yeah. know if you, you must have tuned into that match, but I, I just sensed that they were off and they looked tired. They looked fatigued. And, and maybe a bit of that was to do with they had they played three games in, in the space of 11 days leading into that Broncos game too. So, you know, that's, that's going to take a little bit out of you. But um, when when they're on, they're, they are very good. Um, it's, it's a little bit hard to take too much away from the game of the weekend outside of it was a brave effort. Um, and the Warriors you know, have ha- problems. Well, the Warriors, Mark, like they, they're not, they're, they are far from NRL standard at the moment, you know, playing out 80 minutes at least. You know, they, 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 they show really good signs for patches of matches. Well, they scored, they scored two tries, I think it was, directly after um, Will Kennedy got sent off. But then that was it. Yeah. They didn't fire no a shot points. afterwards. They didn't. They didn't fire a shot. Like when you're playing against twelve men, surely that means that you, you're a really good chance of of winning a match, particularly when you're playing that much time against twelve men. But they couldn't get it done. So it's hard to take, you know, sort of like a form line out of that game. But previous matches, I think watching the Sharks, they are the the thing that they have improved so much on this year is is their defence, and mm. I think that's from directly from um, having. Craig Fitzgibbon as coach and having that mindset that he had playing, you know, for the most part of his career at the Roosters where they, you know, when he was a player, it was, it was all about physicality and just imposing yourself on the opposition and just not, not giving them any opportunity to, to be in the game right from the start. So that and, and Nico Hines has been a revelation for them, you know, wearing the number seven jersey. Um, it's just he's he's been in fantastic form, form that will that will more than likely see him um, wear a sky blue jersey this year, I reckon. Well, he, yeah, in that utility role that Pappenhausen was going to play, maybe for game. Yeah, one. I, I think so, and I think I think even if I may have mentioned this on on your show heels or whether it was on the captain's run, but I um I actually felt that they would have gone with. Nico Hines anyway, even if Ryan Pappenhausen was fit. Righto. Given, I, I, I just think that they, they, they'll they pick Tedesco no matter what. Is yes. is he the form fullback of the competition? No, Pappenhausen is. But they would have still picked Tedesco fullback. He's their captain. He's he's proven his value to the team over the past, you know, several seasons in, in origin. He's picked up man of the series a couple of times. So he was going to be there. He was going to be their number one and their captain. I just don't think they would have picked Pappenhausen on the bench because outside of playing fullback, I think he. I, I just don't think he would have suited playing in the middle, in, yep. in particularly in Origin. You, you, know, you can get away with playing in that position in you know, your week to week stuff in the NRL, but it's a it's it's a totally different game um, when you play Origin. So I, I think they would have lent towards someone like a Nico Hines who can play pretty much any position in the back line, and then you can throw him in as one of those sort of middle link forwards that that seems to be a bit of a trend in our game at the moment. We better take a break here on Breakfast with Patton Hills. Cam Smith joining us this morning. I'll let you uh, take a deep breath, Cam, and we'll come back and get your thoughts in order because we'll talk about the woes of the Titans after the break and where (laughs) they go to after their loss last week to the Roosters. This is Breakfast with Patton Hills. Mark Braybrook filling in as Patty is down in Newcastle for Jack Newton's memorial. It is 19 past eight. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? 
Don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.